All right, never mind then. My statement is only not backed by data, but I swear, <laughs> there at the time, it seemed like everyone was ripping packs. What's up, Candy Fam? My name is Nate. That's David, and as you can see, we have a couple additional participants this week. We have Usman and Matt from the community, uh, two of your favorite community managers, and appreciate you guys joining us. They are here because today we are going to run through a one-year review of all the products Candy Digital has dropped. The Lou Gehrig product was the, the very first drop last July, uh, you know, 13 months ago. So we are here and appreciate you guys being here for the first time. How you guys doing? Doing good, feeling good. Excited to join for the first time. Been a big watcher, fan of you guys and your work for a while. Um, just excited. Yeah, and over here, I mean, it's first off, it's surreal that it's it's been one year, just zoomed on by quick, but uh, it's, it's an honor to be here with one of the best run shows uh, in the entire space, Talking Candy. So thanks for having us. Thank you. Appreciate appreciate the uh, the high praise. We are we're just here to have a good time, as we say every week. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys taking the time to be here and hoping to get some additional insight, maybe some things that that we don't know. David and I certainly have our perspective as collectors, uh, but you guys have uh, additional insight. So I thought that we would just quickly start with a quick background on where you guys were when you joined Candy. Like, where was Candy in their timeline? What were you doing before? And just what was that? What was that moment in time where you decided to to join the Candy Digital team? I don't know if Uzma wants to start. Sure, yeah, happy to start. Uh, so I started right when it, I believe, uh, a week after was my official start after the Lou Gehrig Genesis drop happened. Um, I was still in the Discord and reasonable. I uh, will call him Matt. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll play with the the wording there a bit. Uh, but yeah, when Matt was there and. Um, he was actually a candy before me, uh, so we were getting to know each other, and um, he onboarded me a bit. But yeah, I I saw it all happen from the very beginning, and uh, I'd found out about candy through uh, I believe it was either an email or um, an article in the news, and there are three names that came together. It was it was Gary V. And then it was Mike Novogratz, and then it was also Michael Rubin, who leads Fanatics. So uh, they they announced that they partnered with the MLB to release this new NFT product, and uh, that was Lou Gehrig drop. And I mean, it, it was music to my ears. And so I as an opportunity. Uh, I had experience in community management, so um, I applied for a role there, ended up getting it, and. Now uh, I have the honor of being on a team with people like Matt and Muntner and everyone else. Love it. What about you, Matt? So uh, I was working at a marketing agency that um, called Knox Media, where the founders uh, had some ties to VaynerMedia and Gary. Um, so it was about it was late May for me. Um, we I heard similar to Usman. I heard. Uh, those three names as well, and same deal that they were coming together forming Can Digital, and that they needed a Discord stood up uh, ASAP, basically. Um, so <laughs> I jumped on and created that Discord, and we launched uh, a few days later, June 1st, where the press release came out, 
and then Usman we found like immediately and as soon as we heard that he was interested it was you know an amazing grab we knew him and his experience from top shot he's and he's just an amazing person to work with and it was he was a fantastic addition and we've been rolling ever since love it appreciate you likewise well i've had the the pleasure of meeting uh a number of you you know muntner other employees and i can say that you guys all give each other high praise you seem to have a team that really cares about each other enjoys working together and and just feels that you're all capable and i think that that matters and it was one of my earliest impressions when uh met Matt and and the other Matt Muntner in uh, in New York and everybody was just excited to have each other on the team working on their respective roles and and executing so excited to have you guys here and get that perspective uh, along the way so let's uh let's take it from the top here and the very first product as I stated was the the Lou Gehrig bust this launched last July uh, July 2021 and there were a hundred of these and currently there are only four listed one of them's for 50 eth one of them's for 15 eth and the other two are reasonable uh borderline reasonable depending on how much money you have to spend they're both around i'll be the judge of that yeah yeah (laughs) yes you can be so uh (laughs) the this the lowest price one here is 20 listed for 2500 dollars worth of eth and it's just a really cool thing. This is kind of the, the crown jewel of candy. Everybody knows about it that's been in here for a while. You hear about it in the Discord constantly. So as the, the origin product, what was it like? And I think, so Matt, you were here when this launched, but Usman, you were not? I was in the Discord. My official start date was a week after this launch, but you know, I, I got in, I was able to secure one myself. So uh, I'm a happy holder. A part of the Lou Lou Club, and they call it the Lou Lounge, but uh, I'll have to get that in the Discord someday. Um, the OG Genesis product, this one just absolutely spoke to me. Gives me chills every time um, I listen to the speech and the story behind it. It's absolutely incredible, and as you all know, the proceeds, uh, all of them, went to um, ALS Foundation. So uh, really, really special, and will always be the Genesis product at Candy. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was like the coolest. This is still my favorite my favorite thing that we've done so far, honestly. Um, you know, the very first product. Um, just an absolute legend of the game. Incredible story. Um, it's, it means a lot. Uh, that that auction was special. Watching it, watching it go those couple days, that Fourth of July weekend, and it just it reminds me of a, just a, a, a time when. There wasn't that many people in the Discord even. It was like a very small, small, small group, very small, tight-knit group. And I remember we dropped like a little hint about like potential time that the drop would be at like the night before in the Discord. And everyone was trying to figure out what it meant or if it was even a hint at all. And it was just a, a, a fun time. Um, I can't believe one year ago. It's just crazy. For real. It's magical. Now that auction that ended up selling, because uh, there was the the 100 bronze busts, but then yeah, there was a one of one, uh, the Lou Gehrig luckiest man speech that ended up going for seventy thousand. Um, what was the atmosphere like at that point, seeing the numbers climb in those final hours of the auction? Yeah, we were, I mean we really didn't know what to expect to be honest. Um, I believe, I believe it was one of the Winklevoss twins that ended mm-hmm. up ended up 
buying it at right at the end and winning. And that was just, that was just very surreal. Um, you know, it, it was the first one. So we had no data to go off of really. We, we, it was our first product that we were going out with and it was just amazing to see that kind of response. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, I mean, yeah, go ahead. We're just seeing the chatter. Yeah, too. I mean, this $70,000, uh, one of one, uh, I, I, I was also peeking out. I was there watching the auction the whole way through, and I believe they're still holding it to this day. So just an iconic piece. And, you know, as, as a baseball fan and maybe as a Yankee fan, this is just something that you'd absolutely want to hold forever, just like um, a baseball historian and someone who knows what Jackie's done with the Jackie collection, which we'll speak to um, about later. These are really, really historical, historically significant pieces that um, speak to every fan. And you know, the, the people that are that are going after these one of ones, I mean, it's probably is a, an incredible piece to flaunt if you were to frame this in your home. But I mean, it's something you're you're gonna just keep checking on from time to time in your collection, just really being happy that you're a holder of one. Um, I believe the one out of one hundred, the edition size, that sold out within a minute or two. That, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two minutes. I believe. And what was so, the what was the original cost for these? Two fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars. Two fifty. Okay. Yeah, and that was at a time that the space was still growing. Uh, it was in July of twenty twenty one. So, I think, project. I'm not sure if it even launched yet, but that's how early we were in the space. Um, there were not that many projects. Uh, PFP collections were. Uh, still kind of getting uh, their roots in and um, experimenting and the space wasn't really as um, robust as it is now but I mean to to see the valuations where it is now compared to what people bought it in for it speaks to you know people just not wanting to let these things go Uh, this is the Genesis product to candy and super super special and it's a piece of NFT history and baseball history of course candy history it is crazy Luzman, like you said to think how far the space has come since july 2021 of last year and even like yeah i think i was still getting rugged by apimon in july 2021 of last year <laughs> <laughs> we all have those stories man. yeah yeah so, i uh time. i think i owned about one nft july of last year i wish that it was one of these um or at, le- at least i wish that i was aware of candy when these came out but yeah it was a different time people were I mean, we're it's we're still early. I still believe that, but it was even earlier, and the space was very, very different than what it is now. So it is cool to to take a look back. Uh, but yeah, this is a very cool product. I wish I was there when it dropped. Fortunately, was here for some other exclusive drops like the Jackie that you mentioned, and we'll certainly touch on that. But love the one of one auctions in general. That's something that Candy has done a number of times at this point, close to a half dozen of those. And again, we'll touch on those, but yeah, very cool product. And uh, yeah, was there anything else anybody want to touch on this or should we move through this this long list? It's kind of a product that just speaks for itself. I mean, you see it, you play the clip. Um, I, I personally just get chills every time. It's, it's always uh, being flaunted around at meetups. Uh, people are constantly in awe. Uh, I think it was presented, I'm not sure if it was presented at VCon or not, but um, the team gets a chance to, to flex it whenever they get the chance and, you know, make note that it was the first for collectible product at Candy. So, 
um, just always want to make sure that people who've gotten the inaugural drop are heard. And, um, I'm sorry to keep putting that in your face, Nate. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's such a special piece. And, you know, um, I couldn't think of a better way to get kickstarted than Lou. Love it. Love it. All right. So after the Lou drop, we had the, the Dodgers win a World Series. So from there, you guys launched the Dodgers World Series collection, which ended up being these uh, championship medallions, which again, very few of these listed, not nearly on the same price point, but still speaks to the fact that people want to hold this origin product. So this one's really cool. We've seen a couple of these World Series medallions at this point for, we've got the 2021 for the Braves as well, but you know, just right off the bat, something to me that stood out from day one with candy was the quality of the NFTs themselves. And there's nothing too spectacular about this, but it is so damn clean and it just looks really good. It's cool graphics and it's clear that whoever was working on this knows what they're doing. So, you know, it's it wasn't a huge drop, but it's just a, a cool looking product. So I don't know. Again, I'm I'm gonna be leaning on you guys a little bit for these first few because I wasn't uh, I wasn't here yet. I got in when the the packs dropped. But yeah, anybody that wants to take lead on this, feel free to do so. So the the Dodgers medallions, um, there were that was an open mint that was available for for just a few days. It was about a, a week after the Luke Gehrig drop, so July 12th through the 15th. Uh, it was open mint for for the medallion, and then there was a one of one auction for a ring as well. But the medallions cost twenty dollars and twenty one cents, and then there were almost seventeen hundred of them minted during that three day span. Uh, Sixteen ninety seven is where that capped out. Now, one thing that we don't mention too much, but at the time, Candy didn't have their own site, and so everything was going through Bitsky. Bitsky dot com was handling the products. Uh, they were candy products, but they were being, you know, basically hosted and distributed by the Bitsky website. And so I guess I, I would want to ask, how did you guys feel about, you know, that volume, 1,700 mints for a product like this? And how did you feel about, you know, the coordination and, and going through Bitsky um, to release these NFTs on Ethereum rather than the blockchain we use now? Yeah, I mean, freaking Dodger fans. I was egging them on to, to get to 2020 to commemorate the year, but no, nah, it, it was for 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 our second ever uh, collection. I, I think it was huge. We we didn't have our own primary platform. Uh, we were just getting our legs in, so we didn't have the largest community at the time. And to get to where it ended up going, I, I think that number is phenomenal. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the collection for obvious reasons, but yeah, speaking to the creative design, uh, it's it's. Absolutely gorgeous. For the medallion itself, I believe they're created in-house by our team. Uh, for the ring, uh, Matt, I'm not sure if you wanna you wanna speak to the audience on who that was designed by because it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the one of one championship Dodgers ring that was auctioned off was designed by Artifact. Uh, Artifact, which same company that would go on to be bought out by Nike later that year, and now under the Nike swoosh. Yeah, amazing. I mean. The medallion is amazing by our in-house creatives, and the one-of-one -one ring is breathtaking by by the artifact. 
Yeah, and and just expanding on the team itself. I mean, what they do is absolutely breathtaking, and I feel the quality of their designs. Just seeing what they're able to put out in a sheer thirty seconds seems like from from a person who's not well versed in the design world. Seems like something that would take a week or two from professional. So, I I, feel, I really feel like they're the best at what they do, um, and they they take their work really really seriously. So they want to make sure anything that goes out is absolutely gorgeous, um, just pure craftsmanship. And uh, I, I mean, the product again, just like Lou, uh, which they created as well, just speaks for itself. Uh, absolutely beautiful. And you know, I'm glad that we were able to collaborate with. Someone like Artifact, who um, were on the same kind of playing field when it came to uh, creating absolutely mind-blowing designs. Uh, so it, it it was just an awesome way to to kick our second collection off. Love it. So of the you know going on with the stuff that still lives on OpenSea right now, which everybody's mm-hmm. looking forward to that bridge between, but a lot of it does still live here. Uh, so the the piece that came after that was the stadium series and this was done by another artist poot poot and he's got a really cool style he if you follow him on twitter he's got some really cool stuff with uh, going to hockey games going to baseball games he'll tweet out that he's gonna do a drawing and and he gives it away to somebody that's at the at the park or at the stadium so love his minimalistic style love that he was chosen for this what was it like working with him what was that relationship like and you know what was the what was the impetus for for creating this this collection in particular yeah so s preston's well known in the sports world the mlb world uh, he does minimalist designs for all the ballparks has physical prints and i believe the minnesota twins they actually have his uh prints in an art gallery at their ballpark i, I believe that's true and i mean He's he's a celebrity in the sports sphere, so to work with him was an absolute honor. Um, couldn't be more of a charitable guy. I mean, we had an AMA with him um, around the time that the collection dropped, and he was just happy to uh, take personal questions during the AMA and after, and he would follow up with collectors. He was genuinely excited to, to have his collection be released digitally and available for fans uh, in a more modern landscape to complement um, you know, traditional collecting atmosphere of having this frame in your wall and a, and a print. So kind of the best of both worlds, but taking a new approach. And he was geeking out about it as much as we were. Um, still is to this day. He still pops in from time to time. Actually, I, I didn't, I don't believe he knew uh, that there was a stadium series channel until recently. So he'd found that out and you may see some posts from him um, in, in the past two weeks, just hanging out with uh, collectors because that, that is such a fantastic sub-community in the candy server. Uh, we've got diehard fans collecting these, and uh, we've got them rocking them as PFPs, which is really, really cool. Um, I mean, th- this collection just hits differently. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, shout out to my 310 Dodgers that um, Wax Pack Legends candy suite member, he uh, gifted to me that I'll, I'll cherish for forever. Area code uh, around my area, so um that's something that that speaks to me but yeah i mean um candy collectors who are ogs they know uh, a lot of chasers of complete sets are ones that are stacking multiples of theirs or just collecting pieces that speak to them and um, it's awesome to see 
Yeah, I'll add one thing. Uh, out poop poop. Um, the when we had our stadium chaser challenge, uh, poop poop also sent. So the reward was uh, an a NFT of a stadium chaser. Also, poop poop sent physical stadium chasers to all of those winners as well, which was just an extremely nice gesture. Um, yeah, I see. Can you pull one up, uh, Nate? Yeah. You want uh, you want a specific one? The chaser. Uh, no, just any, just oh, any the, chaser. Oh, oh, are the chasers on OpenSea as well? Yes. Because, uh, yeah, that's the one where it rotates through all 30 parks uh, kind of in quick succession. Uh, one thing that kind of upset me about the stadium chaser is, is that unless you were there from week one, uh, you mm -hmm. missed out. Uh, because even buying them after the fact you know you could have a full set but unless you were the original purchaser of all 30 stadiums you you couldn't uh, you couldn't complete that set there not, not truly because uh, yeah i got involved just a few weeks after the stadium series began when Michael park name got pulled up but but yeah this is the chaser there cycling through all all the parks all should, the designs i should just pulled that up from We've... the from the start there huh <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way since. I mean, uh, yeah, that was that was a stress a stress point for uh, for myself and uh, Matt uh, at the time of the drop. You know, we were, we were pushing for more inclusion, uh, just with the cards were dealt at the time. But glad to see us make progression and you know open up access for for uh, a wider audience. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't help for the original collectors. So I understand right. that. <laughs> I uh, I do I do have Fenway. Had to get my hands on one. Had to get the one that mattered the most to me. So. Love the artwork, love what these look like and the design of them. Again, just super clean. Just it's it's a really nice design. It looks sharp. It's very similar to the 2021 uh, uh, icon baseball cards. And it's just a really cool look. But yeah, I, I have one. I have it printed on a canvas. I haven't put it up yet because I'm lazy and I have too much to do. So I need to do that and fill this space over my shoulder. But I love these. I think they're really cool. And I, I think that there's a lot of opportunity for Candy to continue building out utility for specific fan bases. And, you know, the the opportunity for what Candy can build on the team level, on the ballpark level, you know, I've got visions of of Candy clubs at, at each stadium, exclusive access to suites and things of that nature. And I think that these can play a big role in that. And that's why I'm sitting on my Fenway. So... Make it happen, boys. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of great suggestions to go off of. And I know uh, Scott mentioned in an earlier AMA this year uh, about future utilities. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. Absolutely. So the last piece of the the OpenSea segment here is the Sweet Futures football, which we have Sweet Futures basketball on the Candy website. But the Sweet Futures football originally launched here, still lives on here, and is one of the more affordable, accessible products, pretty similar to the current 2022 baseball leadoff series. There's a lot of these, and I think that they ranged from like $25 to $50 when they were being minted. So what was the, what was the process like here? And especially, specifically, you know, Leveraging college athletes is a very new thing in in the sports world in terms of collectibles and monetization. There's been a huge battle fought over this for 
for decades now with athletes not being able to monetize their name and their likeness and the NCAA kind of just monopolizing that. So it's cool for, for Candy to be on the forefront of turning this into something that people can collect and have it kind of be like the, the bowman of, of baseball cards. So what was it like being part of this project and, and this product launch? This is this was very unique. Um, like you said, this was a very new time. Uh, NIL laws only changed, uh, I believe, in 2020 or 2019, a couple years ago, but not very long ago, in the very recent past. Um, so this, I mean, this opportunity didn't even exist a few years ago. Um, and it's just, I thought it was a real interesting take on what this can be in college football. And, you know, just speaking to these athletes specifically, it was a way for them to, to create an avenue, a stream of, of revenue for themselves. And, you know, that's what uh, these NIL uh, partnerships help do, uh, like you'd mentioned, um, is the first time that they were able to really earn based on their performance, similar to pro athletes, because that's you know what they are. They're, they're they're playing at the high, one of the highest levels. Uh, college sports, D one. I mean, that's insanely difficult, and they put in the work, uh, day in day out. I mean, I I see in a college athlete schedule. I, I think it's like what fourteen to sixteen hours of of rigorous work, and uh, to not feel rewarded or to to barely be scraping by. Uh, in some cases, um, this just creates an additional outlet that should have been made several years ago or since inception and I'm, I'm glad to see it finally being done so uh, to speak to the collectible itself I mean it's kind of cool being one of the first and the first for all these athletes um, to, to do this and uh, I, I personally always say or I said since the beginning that these give me Blade Runner vibes uh, just the collectible itself they also kind of look like sealed um, action figure boxes in a way but uh, the design itself is just so unique it's really really cool and we have a really passionate Speed Features football community, um, ones that have collected the whole set or ones that have collected once from a specific school. Uh, so definitely a lot of avid, passionate fans around this collectible. And they always have the first from these athletes, uh, which is just really cool to follow. Now a lot of them have been drafted to the pros. Uh, they can follow on their journeys and flex that they have their, their first NFTs. Yeah, I think that these are some of the sharpest things. And I know that I say that probably too frequently, but I really do feel that way about a lot of Candy's products. But these are, like you said, it's a really, this is really unique. It's uh, the way the light hits it, the way that it's got that, that border, you know, animated, shifting around. It's just, it's cool. It's just, and nothing that, that you guys have put out has had significant overlap. There's there's always this new design element to it and it makes sense as a whole it's not like it it's you know oh man where did that come from out of left field but it's all got its own flavor to it and and i really enjoy that so i think that these are super cool i don't know if there was anything else that we wanted to touch on here but uh we probably should dave was there something you wanted to say there oh one thing to always remind people at least with the sweet future football is um you know, when those were released, there was a limited run of 1,920 cores per player. 
Uh, those were $20.21 a piece. And there were 100 rares per player, $250 a piece. And then they each had their own one of one as well. So those varied depending on player. So some for several thousand, some for a bit more. Um, you know, it depended on the player pretty heavily. But that was one of the, the rare cases where the amount of cores uh, wasn't an open mint. It was a set number, and it was set fairly high at the, the 1920 mark. And so a great many of them have sold out, but there are a handful of players that are still available. Uh, their 1920 run didn't sell out last year. And so uh, because of the way kind of Bitski is set up to, to showcase products, it's kind of lost in the shuffle. So unless you go out and find it, you might not know it's there. And so if, if you want a $20 entry point for one of the earlier candy products, this is it. That's a great call, David. And by the way, you know, um, a lot of the frustrations back then was the price of gas. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes people buy a core and it would actually cost double the amount that they purchased. And I remember poor guy, we had Curtis, who was an absolute MVP, he would be getting mm-hmm. harassed and just people frustrated why they were getting charged like uh, $50 for uh, what was $20 and, and 21 cents at the time mm-hmm. uh, for, for a core. But yeah, the, the, the times have changed and I believe you can get that for around um, cost at retail. One additional note is the thing I found really cool is that actual doormates Desmond Ritter was a QB uh, and then Drake London who got drafted to the Falcons a wide receiver they were doormates and um, got drafted together so um, cool. that's a little sweet touch on sweet futures and a little fun fact of the day love it love it all right so that is everything that's on OpenSea everything we've talked about so far lives on OpenSea and all of that product came, came out Uh, July through October of 2021 and that leads us right up to what many consider the meat and potatoes of Candy Digital which is MLB and so at that point early October mid-October of last year we had the launch of the Candy website not the marketplace but the website and simultaneously within you know uh, we'll, we'll we won't get into the weeds of it but the the first run of play of the days for the MLB was coming out and this included all of the playoff days so there was no regular season we started with uh, the wild card game between the Red Sox and the Yankees Aaron Judge was thrown out going home I loved every second of it I have one of those Uh, but yeah this was this was the origin of MLB product and what we had was just the best play, play uh, excuse me the best play selected by the MLB each day and creating that moment to to commemorate it and so to those that weren't in the playoffs to those teams that weren't in the playoffs not as not quite as enjoyable but for a lot of us there's some really cool uh, plays I was actually at this game with my dad so it's just a really cool thing to to own and, and have in my collection so what was it like, uh, you know, having this this product start with with the MLB? Something that you know, obviously, you guys felt the excitement from from the user base in terms of product launch on on this sport as opposed to some of the others. Yes, there was other baseball stuff, but this was at a little bit more scale. Um, so I don't know if either one of you want to jump in and give some context on this one. Sure. So I'll just touch really quickly. I mean, launching the 
the website and just the candy platform uh was a uh, just a massive lift in and of itself um you know like you said we started on bitsky um distributing products through their platform and just having our own in-house on the palm chain versus eth instead now so there's no gas fees exactly what we were just talking about with sweet futures football so there was no extra fees um to buy things was a huge win for us and just a a, a great start um can't believe that was now that's now nine months ago wow um but yes launching launching with play of the day was an amazing amazing start um it was the playoffs everyone was about the playoffs in general and then we also had these dropping which were our first video highlight nfts really right versus yes we had the stadiums we had the lou we had we had the the dodgers and then sweet sweet futures football but these were you know live highlights from the night before the thing also very cool that it's from literally the night before in the playoffs so the whole process to turn that around in such a quick quick time was just all very new and very, very fun to work out. And I'm just, I'm so glad to see how far we've come from there. I mean, uh, the first, I believe they're the first officially licensed MLB NFTs that include video, uh, which is pretty slick. I mean, uh, uh, highlight of the game. So, uh, I mean, just releasing this, it's, what I'd seen people requesting in the collectible sports space for some time, being able to collect uh, plays from almost instantly after after a game was uh, was played and, and getting the best highlight of that day or of that game. So uh, it it's, continues to be one of the most popular series at Candy. Um, we, we see a lot of traction. We see comments that say play the day for a certain highlight when Judge gets his 100th bomb of the year or uh, whatever else happens, there, there's a lot of chatter around, a lot of conversation, and we've come a long way. Uh, this was the inaugural design, super slick, and as you know, we'll probably touch on later, the 2022 design is absolutely incredible as well, and takes the existing design, but spruces it up with team colors, logos, and everything. So we had, we had those first play of the days drop in October, uh, but then at the end of October, was when things got real and they the original packs were set to drop of the 2021 all-stars so it was the 81 all-stars that had played in the mlb but then we also had the prospect pack drop the uncut diamonds and what we had there was one pro uh, one prospect from each team so a total of 30 players and these dropped at the end of last october and they sold for $50 a pop, and they sold very quickly, very, very quickly. So quickly that Candy decided to throttle the amount that was allowed per transaction. On day one, you could get 10. On day two, uh, it was one at a time. You were able to get a few. Some people got more than others. And then by day three, with the prospect packs, you were only allowed to buy a single pack. So the demand was super high, and we certainly felt that on the back end when the marketplace opened and we will definitely get to that in a little bit but what was this i mean this must have been a really crazy time where this was something that was like okay now we're getting started we have launched a lot of cool product we've had some big ticket items some one of ones and we've we've rolled out some of these open mint play of the days that have done well that people are responding well to but this was the main event that people were waiting for so 
what was it like? I mean, this is when I got involved and it was on the same, uh, you know, as you guys, I saw that Gary V, Mike and Michael, like what a, what a trio to, to get behind had already been following those guys on different levels. So what was it like to, to be at candy at this time when, when this product was, was ready to launch? It's exciting. Um, it was really exciting. So we, we'd been kind of teasing the discord a bit. We said that something big was coming and, uh, we'd been stirring up a little, uh, hype storm there and it happened when we were ready to launch the news. I mean, uh, we're really, uh, you know, letting people, uh, run with their imaginations, but we're finally happy to get that out. Say that we're doing packs and you no, know, I mean, year later to see where they're at now is absolutely incredible but at the time uh, people were just super excited that we had these they included video highlights there are differing rarity tiers that you could collect different animations vfx and people just really really wanted them um so we knew what the sports collectible market wants and that is pax uh that is to to collect what they what they do in the traditional hobby atmosphere uh but those that are digitally inclined, they'd also like these to live digitally, and that's what they're doing, collecting all these. And um, it's it's fun to see, again, people using these as their PFPs, holding them dearly. Um, these will all be, always be the Genesis packs at Candy, uh, but there's just something so special about these, and we kicked it off in a big way with them being all-stars and uncut diamonds, the best of the best. So they're as premium as it gets, um, absolutely gorgeous designs. The team put a lot of creative effort into these, and, uh, you know, a year later, uh, I think there's still some of the most coveted products out there in the sports market. Yeah, I'll just say these, they, the, that week of releases was just insane. If you were in the Discord, then you, you remember it because that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, these are, like you said, these are highly coveted. They're still the most expensive icons uh, on the marketplace in terms of between 2021 and 2022. There's a drastic difference between the two. They they had a meteoric rise when when the marketplace first came out and we can we can wait to we can wait to touch on that um, when we when we get to that segment. But these are super clean. I love how these look. I miss these borders on the uncut diamonds specifically when compared to the 2022 stuff. It's just they look like baseball cards. They have this vintage even though they're a digital collectible they've got this vintage nostalgic feel to them it just it looks like what you want it to look like so i personally love these i think it's a really cool product and i think that we should wait until we get to the the marketplace launch to to touch on these with a little bit more depth and uh and we'll keep it moving here but i don't know david was there anything i know that that's where this is where you got heavily involved as well um was there anything you wanted to add on this I mean, as you said, there was uh, so much demand at the beginning. They had to, to quickly throttle and change how many could be purchased. Um, there were more all-star packs than uncut diamond packs, but that was more just a function of there being 81 players versus 30. It's similar mid counts. Um, and, it, I mean, at that point, there was no one to sell to. There was no marketplace. And so this was just pure collecting. You know, is pure buying packs, ripping packs, and and ownership, um, without any, you know, presumption of value, and, and that that come that came later, which we'll talk about when we get to January 2022, 
but this was pure collecting and it was fantastic yeah so like you said it wasn't until january of the next year that we had the marketplace open where you could buy and sell this product and in the meantime we had two other uh, product drops and the first one was the the braves world series let's see here actually it was the sorry it was the the trophies specifically and so it was a combination there were the medallions that were for sale right there was an open mint twenty dollar and 21 cent medallion um and then with it there was a, a bronze trophy silver trophy and gold trophy yep so this was the first of what would eventually be two braves world series product drops and we don't have to linger on this for too long because i know we want to talk more about the the icons but as stated this was you know another another iteration like candy does of having multiple different options of of what type of collectible you want to get to david's point you've had the the very affordable open mint option and then you had a variety of different options here with different tiers at different prices the silver trophies uh, that that had a tie-in with purchasing certain amount of product on Fanatics website, which we've seen some other uh, you know partnership between those. Obviously, Michael Rubin being the the founder of Fanatics, there's going to continue to be some involvement there, which is a very cool element of Candy. But yeah, I don't know if there's anything that you guys want to touch on with this, but these are you know they're they're cool. They they have had some some pros and cons along the way, but like everything else the the nft itself is super slick i mean the way that this lifts up it's this video game version of a trophy that you know wouldn't work that way in real life but it works that way in nft land so i don't know if there's anything you guys want to touch with on this that's i think it's a really cool piece of memorabilia there's there's no shortage of love for the braves and you know i understand why as well they're they're a great team uh unfortunately they whooped the dodgers during that year where we overtook the Giants. I still consider that my World Series, uh, but uh, I mean, such a special year. They hadn't won since 95, so um, celebrated with a stream of products, this one being the first line. Um, and well, there was also the play of the days and the MLB icons, but this was their own collection. Absolutely gorgeous in de design, like you stated. I think it'll also flourish over time when we have better ways to um, access technology that uh, frames us. There are token frames out there, there are digital displays, um, but as the technology uh, gets far better for those virtual rooms and where you can create kind of your, your fan caves, your digital fan caves, and the option to present these in a better light, um, just continue to flourish and become better and better. Cool. So additionally, around this time, we had the the candy jerseys launch and this again was a thing you could buy these straight up or you could pay x amount through fanatics and just by spending that amount in the store you would get a uh, a code to redeem one of these jerseys and there's been a lot of so for reference there is there has been stated that there will be some type of burn event that is tied to these where you'll be able to choose between holding your jersey or burning it for a new NFT. This has not happened yet. I know that there's a lot of people that have hoped that it was going to happen a little bit sooner. This is a little bit of a pain point. There's no two ways about it. Uh, it's still a very cool NFT. 
it's very affordable right now. You know, it, it hasn't held its value just because there's a lack of patience in this space. And, you know, uh, sometimes it's uh, something that that just you have to know when you buy it that you're not exactly sure when that utility is coming. Uh, but at, at the same time, I think that it's probably something that Candy had hoped to to have executed on a little bit sooner. So we don't have to linger on this too long, but I don't know if you guys have any insight on this uh, about about what the plans are or maybe if there was a hiccup along the way that, that prevented happening what was meant to happen, but I'll let you guys take the floor on this. Yeah, I mean, nothing too much to share, um, but I I do think it is a, a really cool NFT and I, I am still looking forward to the future burning event for it. I think it's going to be great. Um, that's really it. Yeah, I can't I can't share it. Sorry. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, I'm still holding multiple of these. It's it's the way of NFTs. You don't always know what you're gonna get, when you're gonna get it. And I'm in this for the long haul, David is as well. So it's something that I'm looking forward to seeing when it comes. Uh, and you know, that's, that's the name of the game with a lot of this stuff. So that being said, once these two dropped the, the trophies and the jerseys, shortly after that, we had the marketplace finally open and this was much anticipated it had it had gotten kicked back once or twice but candy put a stake in the ground for january 15th and then they executed on it and that was a really really exciting day it was maybe the most exciting day of candy to date it was it was truly insane and this was you know i had purchased the packs but then we had this multiple month wait to be able to do anything with these cards that that we had opened and there was this anticipation that was really, really special. And when that marketplace opened, the floodgates opened. It was truly madness. You had a combination of people that were buying, selling. Some of it was way too high. Some of it was way too low. And you just had to speculate because there was no market to go off of. It was just people jumping on there and and going off of their gut. And it led to a pretty wild day of, of big sales. We saw the Otani one of one get sold for $100,000. We saw packs start getting sold at a couple hundred bucks. They worked their way up to $500, eventually working their way up to $1,500. These were packs that had originally sold for $50. So this is a really interesting point in time that people need to understand that this was the this is where everything started and it continues to be the framework for how things progress when a new product drops when a new pack drops is that the market dictates itself and it's a risky environment to to be in early on because there there is no data to go off of but for a lot of us that's what makes it fun and so you're leveraging what you've seen from old product drops combined with your own baseball knowledge but bringing it back to just the the product itself, the website, Candy as a whole, you know, I'm sure that you guys couldn't wait for this to launch. You knew what it was going to look like in terms of having people get to enjoy the product that they were holding. So what was it like at Candy at the time with, with working on this and, and getting this out there so that people could, could really do something with the product at that point? Uh, it, was, it was exhilarating. It was uh, months in the making. I know there was a delay. Um, so I believe it was originally supposed to be pushed out in November. Um, just hit a few snacks, and we were just so thrilled to, to finally get it launched. I mean, people were 
making a sheet and speculating on what they what they were looking for, what they what they were looking to purchase, uh, trying to be the first to go after a certain cereal or or uh, hunting on the marketplace. So uh, some avid buyers there that have been lining up for the longest time and just just finally being able to to gain access to um, that's been in the works for for quite some time. So highly anticipated and uh, went far beyond our expectations. I mean, the activity was absolutely amazing and it was a blast to be part of. I, I believe I believe it launched on a weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Did, yep. Saturday. Yeah, so it was a fun way uh, to spend a Saturday just um, hanging out with everyone, kind of highlighting what they'd purchased, hanging out with a bunch of baseball fans and uh, just celebrating alongside them. Um, so just cheering everyone on and um, it was something just super special because you know, there, was, there was some tension for some time about the delays and um, you know, we were just happy to, to finally have it happen and speak in existence and have it flourish and you know, it's, it's I think Munder had a lot of fun creating those uh, graphics as well for social uh, celebrating all the individual purchases so great yeah i'll just add a just an extremely fun time like usman said long awaited um was really happy to get it out there and just provide that that other side of of collecting that that i feel like a lot of people were looking for um you know people had been people had been spending months i feel like mapping out okay i pulled these four guys from my favorite team and now i need these other five you know however many they needed from their favorite team they wanted or they wanted them all so they were mapping out everyone that they needed to buy so it was all it was just a very fun time and i feel like the marketplace opening uh i don't know if you guys remember but wasn't there like a lot of packs sealed until the marketplace was opened i believe and then though i believe a lot of people started ripping uh right around then i think uh, a majority had already been ripped i, I think okay th there was uh maybe like a, a small percentage difference. But by that point, we already had Willa Groon's website on Serial Chaser right. to see okay. the, the packer percentage. And I think we were already above 70, 75%. Okay. And, and it climbed a bit, um, but it wasn't a, a, a huge jump because most of us ripped immediately. I, I held out a whole week until the first week of November. <laughs> but, but most people, you know, it was the last week of October already ripping into them. Okay, cool. All right, never mind then. My statement is only not backed by data, but I swear <laughs> there at the time, it seemed like everyone was ripping packs. I think that I think that there was while maybe in terms of percentages there there were a lot that had already been ripped. It was definitely part of that the Discord community which I mean that was again, it was one of the most fun times on the Discord to date and there was a lot of pack ripping. There were a lot of us that had withheld some of those packs i i was fortunate enough to get 15 of the original packs and i left five of them sealed and when i saw those prices on on day one i was like okay i'll i'll sell some of these sealed packs i've already got a bunch of these cards that i'm gonna hold on to and you know kind of play the game along the way but it was uh it was it was wild to see what everybody was doing in discord everybody was so excited and you know, Muntner's graphics were the foundation for the very first video that I put out on Talking Candy, and I remember that the I I had no no plans of making this channel. I had no plans of creating videos, and then the market launched that that Saturday, 
And as we all remember, it was it was extremely primitive. It's come a long way since then. We have a lot more ability to filter and navigate, but it just created an opportunity to to sift through it and talk about it and use some of those graphics that Muntner made and and just kind of gather the data. And David came came along early on, and it was it was the origin of a lot for for this community. And it was a really fun time to to be part of it, and obviously continues to be, but. Is definitely a point in time that we all look back at as a pretty enjoyable snapshot so very 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 cool moment in time there so after the the marketplace opened we had a long stretch there where this is what people were talking about this is what people were paying attention to there were no pack drops it was the packs that had already been distributed but now we had the ability to to buy and sell these cards and boy did we i mean the the marketplace was wild and there was a lot to talk about and somewhere along the way uh candy decided all right let's let's launch some new product so february of 2022 of this year where the candy racing product was announced and so that started with the diecast set and I'm forgetting the exact numbers off the top of my head. David, you wanna give the little uh, lead in here with, with what this product launch looked like? I've got that. So the product we ended up getting, it was 14 different drivers. And, and these are all drivers that are, are members of RTA, the Race Team Alliance. And, and that was specifically the, the racing team that Candy had partnered with to create this product. And you could buy the individual um, diecast or digicast for $50 a piece or there was a bundle to get all 14 for $500, or during the first 500 minutes, the bundle only cost $250. And what we ended up seeing was that value, that 50% off for the first 500 minutes drove a ton of sales those that first day, you know, that first six hours. And so I believe every one of the 14 drivers ended up with at least or around 1,800 minutes uh, which I would say is approximately how many bundles were sold because there weren't a, a whole ton of bundles sold. After the first 500 minutes, everyone, you know, saw the $50 each and they came for that, you know, $250 for 14 to, to get the full set. Um, now, one thing that did happen, though, is when the when the product was originally announced, it was announced as 23 drivers and it was a, a different pricing model um and structure and it had to be kind of adapted at the last minute some some tweaks and changes but uh, i think we were all still pretty pleased with what we got and the the bargain we were able to get for that uh first 500 minutes yeah so was there anything that you guys wanted to to talk about in terms of this partnership and and what it was like to kind of implement a different a different style of product a different user base you know very different from baseball and and football and things of that nature up to that point. Yeah, so it was really the first time branching out into, um, I mean, we did have Sweet Futures, NL Athletes, but it wasn't really attached to a brand. And the Race Team Alliance is one, forms an alliance of different teams, including different drivers. So it was an exciting avenue to take and is experimental for a lot of our existing collectors. They were interested in trying something new after 
there hadn't been a speed futures drop for a while, for instance, outside of baseball. So um, I think getting a lot of traction, we'd already seen um, some collectors even getting their own tickets of your favorite teams because of it going to races. So the payoff was there in Phantom as well, on top of them you know, collecting their favorite drivers and tuning into races. But uh, I think it was really special. The, the The creative design that went into this was immense. I mean, our team had been working on this, working on this, scrapping blueprints, um, creating new frameworks, and just constantly trying to perfect this. And you could see it pay off. I mean, it's it's absolutely breathtaking. They even went to actual NASCAR races uh, in order to really immerse themselves into the environment so they could just get it down right. Um, the sounds, the design, just everything about the product uh, just really hits. So it was an exciting time. Um, I know there's a lot of holders in chat, and now that we've released a string of news uh, with our Richard Petty collection announced, uh, I believe there's things like challenges, burning, uh, among others that were announced in a, a recent blog. We're excited for the, what, what the future holds for the entire racing collection. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a very elaborate NFT. You know, you can see it playing over and over again that it's uh, clearly a lot of work went into this. It's no joke. And uh, that was definitely the first thing that I noticed when I when I took a look at these is that, you know, it continues to make me excited for what we're going to keep seeing with new product drops and just the innovation that that candy's going to bring to the table in terms of the the level of these collectibles and the visual element of that so and then the second piece of or or around that time the second piece in terms of the the product drops around racing was the kyle larson 2021 championship and this came along with a one of one auction i believe and so this was another another one where you had the the open mint on the medallions as you can see here and so anybody that wanted one of these could grab one again similar to the dodgers pennant or the dodgers medallion just that rotating element to it and then you also had the rare limited mint 250 uh, of the the kyle larson car and just kind of on this floating piece of asphalt, which is really cool. So, you know, it's probably same kind of conversation uh, as what we just had, but if there, I don't know if there's anything additional you guys want to add to this uh, in terms of Kyle Larson specifically. I'll just reiterate on one point that was my mention before uh, around how our creative team really takes the time and the work to go you know, to the actual races and really digest the culture that exists there, the sights, the sounds fans and all of that and i feel like it really came through with this particular piece that you're highlighting right here i think it's it's beautiful agreed very cool nfts and uh, a little something for everybody no matter what you're a fan of so candy continues to prove that they're gonna have multiple different avenues that they're creating nfts for and and i enjoy that even if it's not something that i have particular interest in i like the thought of new user base coming in and and new people bringing new energy to it we've seen that with a lot of different things at this point. So uh, shortly following the, the candy racing drops in February of this year, we had the Sweet Futures basketball uh, drops in, in March of this year. So that again came in the, the form of a multitude of different styles of drops. We had open mint 
cores. We had limited edition rares and epics, and we also had a one-of-one one auction for each of the eight players that were selected to be part of the, the Candy Sweet Futures squad. I believe all eight of these guys just got drafted at, at different points in the draft uh, last week. And so again, a very cool product. Um, you know, you can't really say that it's similar to, to baseball or racing. It's kind of its own thing. You know, it, again, it's got similar elements. It's got the neon and, you know, it's, it looks like a candy product, but the way that the motion gets implemented, it's, it's different. It's its own thing and it, and it has its own flair to it. So what was it like? Again, I, I imagine pretty similar vibes to the sweet future football stuff where again, and man, college basketball is just, it's the March madness tournament is kind of the, the pinnacle of college sports. In my opinion, it's certainly right up there with the, the football national championship and stuff like that. But the, that tournament is on such a big scale with so many players. So was there anything specific around this product drop that was unique? Were there any, um, you know, different elements that, that candy dealt with, uh, or just new challenges, new excitement within the, within the team? Yeah, I mean, they're just going for a completely new design, new process, uh, not trying to replicate what they did before with the previous collection and trying to bring um, extra flavor. So something that's in essence with the sport itself. And uh, to me, it feels very Space Jammy. I think that's, we, we had a lot of comments around that. And me as a Space Jam super fan, I believe I watched the movie seven times as a kid seeing all the different play uh the colors it's vibrancy around these nfts they're absolutely beautiful um the creative process again they went all out they really want to perfect it and although they don't create a video highlight it feels kind of like a video highlight uh, the motion in this is absolutely spectacular it's constantly moving and there's just a lot going on so um me, uh, I absolutely love these, and we're looking at Chet Holmgren, who has making some noise, has been making some noise in the summer league. Uh, number two pick, incredible player. Um, so there, there's a lot of stars. Every single one of the players got drafted, which we're super happy about, and uh, I believe a lot of them are projected to be stars in the league. So um, a lot of excitement around that, and collecting their basically pre-rookie NFTs. That's one thing, Nate, you were kind of adjacent to, is that stars in college basketball, like name recognition is just a much more significant factor for basketball as compared to other college sports. You might know which college football teams are good, but you're not going to necessarily know who the star left tackle is or, or something like that. You, you'll know that, oh, you know, Ohio's got a good team, but you're not going to have that same name recognition but you've got you know five starters on a basketball team, it just narrows that focus and it allows the, the players selected for the basketball drop to, to have much more of an opportunity to be recognized and, and have their, their moment. Yeah, that's a great point. They're also not wearing helmets, which is helpful. Uh, so <laughs> lets people see their faces, yeah. It's uh, very, very cool, very cool. Yeah. And I will say, uh, we were able to secure schools on many of the players, mm -hmm. uh, which we weren't able to do with uh, Sweet Features Football, unfortunately, but um, it, it was really nice to see. So uh, I see Chad, he has his Gonzaga there. Um, it just adds to the flavor 
and you know it also has a charm for for those that don't have it. you can kind of see the history being made with um some of the rides and eventually we'll get there where it's a more seamless process but um it's 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 one of the most beautiful collectibles out there i think and always be chet holmgren's first nft so yeah like you said i mean david's 100 percent right like you said name recognition is everything especially in basketball um he's just gonna be he, we'll see if he can join like the uh the group of players who go by one name he'll just go by chet mm-hmm. yeah for sure so uh after the the sweet futures basketball drops uh candy announced a partnership with the wwe and david and i had the opportunity to to meet rachel from candy team uh this past weekend in new york who is a, a big part of this WWE team. She was extremely excited about about what's coming. Obviously, as we've seen in interview after interview, it's lip sealed, can't tell you what's coming, but get ready for it. So I think that to me, again, it's not something that I am personally a diehard fan of. I have an appreciation for it. I have friends that are fans of it. I have a buddy that um, is very heavily involved with WWE. So what was it like to to have this opportunity to, to tap into this crazy fan base. And I mean that with respect. I mean, it's it's a diehard fan base that loves their sport just like any of us do with, with baseball or football. And it's just a really big user base. So I can't wait to see what these look like. S- similar to baseball, you've got the ability to go and do throwback stuff with, with the vintage legends and things like that. So I don't know if either of you guys are fans of, of WWE uh, on a personal level, but you know, are you guys looking forward to this? Is there is a lot of buzz on the candy team about what's coming with this? I, I see uh, Matt nodding his head. I'll let you take the lead on this one. We are stoked about this. I know I I I am especially personally. I I was a, a fan of WWE growing up, so I cannot wait uh, to launch these and see how, what our creative team does with these stars, these these sports entertainment stars. It's what they do on a weekly basis is is incredible, honestly, and. It's just, I cannot wait to see this come to life. It's super exciting. Yeah, they're always hosting meetings about any creative um, ideas that they can form around this collection. It's never been done before, and they're geeking out. Uh, I, I can't re- really reveal any alpha, but uh, they're, they're, they're just constantly um, excited about this whole process, and you know it'll, it'll be being pushed out soon. So, um, else to come there. Also, shout out Rachel. She's great. She is. Yeah. yeah. We had a really nice time talking to her. She had a lot of a lot of good energy and clearly passionate about what she does. So we won't linger on this. There's not much to talk about, but we'll, we will certainly be talking about it when it comes out. Looking forward to, to seeing more of that. So following the, the announcement of that partnership, we shifted back into a string of MLB drops. Um, and so the the first of which wasn't exactly a drop, but it was a chaser. And I think that it's a significant enough chaser that it deserves its own conversation. And so at the end of March, anybody that was holding a full set of either the 2021 all-star icons, the 81 of those, or the 30 of the prospect icons, there were two separate chasers that were being awarded. So at most you could get one of each. And as you can see on the screen here, we had a uh, J-Rod silver chaser, for the the prospects and then i'll pull up the gold otani one next but again just something 
totally unique. It's It's got the, the video element to it, which we obviously will continue to see. People want to see that. That's one of the great uh, you know, things that Candy has at its disposal. But man, these nuggets, you didn't even need to put the video clip in it. That's just this metal bar and it just looks so cool. I love these. I didn't complete either of the collections. David did both of the collections, um, but I have since purchased one of these J-Rod chasers because I just had to have, had to have a little piece of it. So uh, what was, what was this process like? I mean, people were really looking forward to these and just a, a little shout out to Candy. These video clips originally were going to be the same videos from the player's cards. People weren't thrilled about that. And in about 24 hours, Candy had changed it. And it's not the first time that we, we've, not the only time we've seen that happen, that, that agility. So what was this process like dropping these and, and seeing people's reactions to, to the agility of Candy on that? Yeah, I mean, um, it, creative team again they, they want to make every experience unique and for 2021 set that's just extremely special that I said um, just an absolutely having fan base collecting and um, investing a lot of time and money to the set so they, they really wanted to um, do right by it and I really couldn't have ever expected anything like this it just kind of, kind of came out of left field uh, for me so the first time i saw it was nearing when it was actually going out and my mind was just absolutely blown away my, my jaw was dropping on the floor uh, i i wouldn't be able to grasp like the idea of something like this going out and that tends to how it is when i see what the creative team is constantly dishing out uh but to highlight two of the best players in baseball um an emerging rookie who's already one of the best players in the league and the 2021 MVP, uh, what many call um, the modern Babe Ruth of the era. I mean, you can't go wrong with either as chasers for completing either set. Just super, super beautiful. And congrats on securing one yourself, Nate. That's awesome. David, was there anything that you wanted to add to this? Because you're somebody that you, you are one of the elite club that has both of these by collecting them. I mean, the only thing to add is they're in my collection. They're they're gonna stay there, and I know a lot of people are in the same camp as me. And that there are a lot of people who sold their collection itself and kept the chasers. Um, I'm just keeping everything for now, and we'll see where things fall. You know, I, I still believe, you know, it, because we saw that that January spike in value, and and we've seen the gentle decline since. And as early as we are, you know, these these are just amazing collectibles to have. And you just got to let it ride, see where things end up. Following the the chaser, we had opening day. And this was just a cool little, um, cool little trinket. These got airdropped. Not a whole lot to, to talk about here. And honestly, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Was this for based on how early you got involved with Candy? Is that what, what led this to this? Was, this was to holders of the stadium series that we touched on oh, earlier. Right. And so if you purchased and were still holding any one of the stadiums in your Bitsky wallet, and if the email associated with that Bitsky wallet was the same email you used on the Candy website, then you were airdropped one of those uh, those collectible pins. They did give a form for people who had their stadium series in a different wallet so they could uh, deal with those cases manually. But for most people, 
you know, same email, and it, it was for the stadium series holders. Cool. Yeah, unless you guys uh, have anything specific that you wanted to state on this, in the interest of time, we can uh, we can move to the the play of the days. Was there anything you wanted to add, or are you good? Nothing specific. Just cool. Very happy to get something out for stadium series holders. They're you know some of the best community members we have, so they they deserve it. Yeah. These are these are cool. I love all the rotating medallion style. It's just a it's just a nice clean NFT. Um, so after the the well, I guess pretty much simultaneous with the opening day pin, we had opening day. Baseball started, and that meant a new run of play of the days. So the 2022 play of the days uh, stemmed from from that, and we have now had one every single day uh, for for the season so far. And we've had a variety of different things. We've had everything from uh, hitters pitching to walk-off home runs to uh, strikeout records, milestone home runs. We had uh, Juan Soto's 100th dinger, lots of different stuff. And to a lot of people, this is the pinnacle product for, for candy. And so this is something that's really cool where you never know what it's going to be until the next day. And it creates this buzz in the Discord about what's it going to be. It should be this. It should be that. Sometimes people are happy. Sometimes they're disappointed. That's just the nature of the beast. But at the end of the season, we're going to be left with somewhere around 185 of these regular season play of the days. And then we're going to shift into another batch of the playoffs. And I just don't know if we've ever seen anything like this in collectibles before. We are, we are going to have this snapshot of a baseball season that when it's all said and done, you're going to be able to have every single one of these if you want one. And it's just a really cool concept when you take a step back from the minutia of, of one individual day and recognize that this is a real-time documentation of the 2022 baseball season. And I think that the, the future process of this and having this get, you know, continue to be taking these snapshots through the years is just a really cool element of nft collectibles that you just can't do with with physical baseball cards so and as uzman stated earlier the these got a facelift from the original design from the 2021 playoff ones we've added some color here in addition to the the original black design it's still the same shape it's still the same cadence uh but just has a little little more a little more flair to it and uh we've seen plenty of otani play of the days so yeah, I mean, is there anything uh, anything from your guys' perspective in terms of the excitement of, of what it's like to just be really documenting this this season one day at a time? We'll say the team is obsessed with the play of the day as well. Um, there's a whole channel dedicated to it, and uh, they're always speculating what it'll be. Um, so similar to how everyone's buzzing about it on Twitter and Discord, they're also curious what you know the next play of the day will be. And... Um, we also tested our first avenue, uh, putting a challenge around them for the All-Star uh, Games. So anyone who holds uh, players selected to the 2022 All-Star Game, there'll be a challenge around that, and they'll get an All-Star Play of the Day that'll never be sold at retail. So super sweet perk and kind of our test run into in challenges for Play of the Days, which an extra layer of gamification. Um, but on their own, they're super sweet to collect. Uh, I'm going to just wrap it up because I know we're tight on time, but there was a fan uh, on Twitter named Aaron Borland. I believe he actually saw himself in the play of the day at Target Field 
and he was able to uh red marker and circle around where where he was and I, I just thought that was one of the coolest things out there so if you're at a game you're kind of looking for yourself um in selected highlight that you might see yourself appear in depending on if your team got chosen uh the following day and i'm not sure if you saw yourself nate in uh the christian vasquez walk-off but i mean that's I think that's it's pretty cool to be able to to go through like where's Waldo and and mm-hmm. potentially find yourself in these clips as well. Definitely. Yeah, it's a it's a very cool concept. It's very cool that any given day you could be at it. I think that a lot of us are hoping that when we when we go to a game that we're there for the play of the day at that point. So, uh, I love these. I love the design of them. And again, it feels like candy, but it's got its own thing going for it. So, these are these are great. These launch every day at noon Eastern, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, but following the the launch of the 2022 Play of the Days, we got the 2022 packs. And so these packs have come out in, they're done now. Everything, all these sales are, are complete, but they were launched in a series of six different pack drops and six different lineups, one through six, all having a different batch of players. And so over the last several months or last couple months, we've had these rolled out a couple weeks at a time. They went through a couple different iterations of what they were gonna look like uh, in terms of volume. And uh, you know, we've, we've seen some packs get vaulted at this point. We've got lineups one and two completely distributed, which David and I have talked about at length, so we don't have to get too into this. We've got a, a slightly less amount on the rest of the packs. But again, we are at a point now where we have this all-inclusive, you know, any relevant player in the MLB now has a card. We're not just limited to the all-stars that we had in the 2021 packs. So if you have a team that you wanna just specifically collect, you can get the majority of the relevant players on that team. And it's become a much more accessible price point for a lot of people that weren't necessarily able to get in uh, if they missed the original 21 packs. This is something that a lot of people can enjoy and I think that that's one of the great pieces about it is that you can put together a really cool collection and it's not gonna break the bank. So what was it like to to make that transition from what you had seen with the success of the, the 2021 stuff and then kind of you know putting a new stamp on the 2022? There's some similarities to it but there's obviously some differences. We've got the dynamic stats. We've got some different assets in there. So what are some of your guys' favorite elements of, of the, the 2022 icons? You mentioned a couple of them. I mean, at the dynamic stats, I think, are are an amazing evolution in what feels like, you know, the next set of trading cards or the next, you know, the future of trading cards, right? Like, can't do that in physical. That's, I believe, I think, I think you tweeted that when that happened. I love that. Um, that was great. But yeah, I mean, also you mentioned one of my other favorite parts as well. Uh, you know, the volume of players that are on each team, you know, I can collect a ton of my Mets, have them and, and roll forward. And I think, you know, also having that volume of players also opens the door for a ton of interesting, you know, challenge opportunities down the line or gamification opportunities down the line. And it's just an, an exciting start for 2022. And for me, I'll echo dynamic stats is my personal favorite aspect about these collectibles, but also the inclusion of Clayton Kershaw and other uh, fan favorite Dodgers uh, that weren't able to previously collect as icons just 
I mean, as as baseball collectors, I feel like a lot of us are completionists or um, like to to chase our team sets and we like to get those in uniform. So um, they gave you the opportunity to do that. And um, I, I think, you know, having this expanded collection really allows that capability. So it's been fun seeing people flex their team sets and uh, being given the opportunity to do that. Definitely. I think it's provided a lot of us an opportunity to, uh, you know, collect more and, you know, do a rainbow or complete your complete your team or, you know, have an epic of your favorite player. It's just, again, the price point is different. It's higher volume and that's uh, it allows you to to have a little more leeway in there with with how you want to go about collecting, which has been really fun. So uh, the the 2022 cards are all uh, in the marketplace at this point. All the packs or at least the the initial run of pack drops have been launched. There are still a fair number of vaulted packs that that we will see at some point in the future. I won't waste any of our time by asking you for alpha on that. We will just move right past it. Uh, but yeah, so the following the the 2022 packs, we will or a mist in the middle of that, kind of at the beginning of that, we had the Jackie Robinson series, the Jackie Robinson collection, uh, get announced and launched, and again, in the true to form with what Candy does, it came out in a variety of different styles with what these products looked like. You can see the Jackie Robinson baseball, the signed baseball. This was the open mint variation of the drop. We also saw a limited edition 100 mint run of the, the silver bust, uh, which looks like this. And so these sold out in a matter of seconds. There were only 100 of these. This was, again, it was very similar to the, the Lou Gehrig drop. So these sold out instantly uh, and have continued to to hold a high premium on the marketplace. But the coolest part of this was that our friend Jeff Rathgaber uh, went in and won the the one of one auction here. And this ended up going for, for $50,000. And this was a really cool night. He was in the Discord. He had already become kind of a, an integrated member of the community. David and I had, had made the connection and, and done an interview with him about his extensive collection. But again, just cool execution on Candy's part to give everybody a taste that wanted a taste. The 100 was really hard to, to come by. If you missed out on that, there was the baseball. And then obviously this auction is, it's in a different tier of collector, but something that even those of us that, that couldn't afford to, to buy it, it was a, a moment in time that represented what is so cool about Candy. And Jeff was um, kind enough to, to share that with a lot of us. So um, yeah. I don't know if that you know this is probably similar conversation to, to some of the other products we've talked about but jackie robinson's a legend and i think that this struck a chord with a lot of people yeah i mean just like Luke eric uh they're, they're both legends richard petty um they speak for themselves for for those that are knowledgeable about their sport but then you know jackie himself he his uh impact goes far beyond uh, sports. I mean, he broke the color barrier. He went through fence hurdles, just just trying to play baseball and, and be accepted. So super, super special piece. I mean, his numbers retired across the league. Um, and to see Jeff, who is so special to us in the community, win this, there was another amazing Kenny uh, Sweep member that was in the running as well. Seeing that race, it was honestly one of coolest, if not the most memorable nights 
in my mm-hmm. entire history being at Candy. I mean, it was so special. And seeing people also capture the bids, too, when it was at 42,000, uh, people were so excited. I, I, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. And it was a race. And um, I remember, I think, uh, Jeff saying he had to go to dinner, but he didn't want to miss it. I'm not sure what the exact conversation was. Um, but he held his ground and, and he was, he was bidding and ultimately when he won, uh, I just know it was a rush of love, um, an emoji war and, uh, it, it was just, it was such an epic moment. So big, big, big congratulations to him, uh, and holders of the collection, such a sentimental set and piece of history for, for anyone, um, that has one in the collection. Agreed. I'll add just really quick, just an absolute historic piece. Um, I love, love the signed baseball touch on it as well. I feel like that's a, a really, really great touch. Um, another, you know, memorabilia piece that I really, I would love to see us do more moving forward personally. I agree. I love this baseball. I love the way the light kicks off the, the glass that it's encased in. I mean, it's just attention to detail. This stuff just is really, really clean. Um, and this is a really cool collection and I didn't miss this one. I may have missed Lou, but I got my silver bus this time around. So that's one of my personal prize possessions in my collection. So, uh, in the interest of time, uh, just shortly after that, we saw the second Braves 2021 drop, probably have a similar conversation around that great team, great memorabilia, cool stuff. Um, so we will just make reference to that in this moment, but we won't linger on it. So there are, there are some additional limited edition 2021 Braves uh, collectibles. And then shortly after that, in May of 2022, it was announced that Candy would be partnering with Getty Images. And we probably don't have much to talk about on this because it hasn't materialized yet into any NFTs. But again, the conversation around lots of different partnerships, lots of different avenues, and this just has so much potential. Getty Images has a huge library of images that spans any number of subjects. So I don't know if if there's any little nugget that you can give us about what you guys um, know that this is going to develop as, you know, it doesn't even need to be alpha, just a general, general outline. Um, Is there, are there any plans for this to, to be in the near future? Or is this somewhere a little further down the line? I would say it's sure more if we, of a... if we really have a, I'm not sure if we really know to say personally. Okay. Um, I, I've heard I've heard of some nuggets of what it could look like, and it sounds extremely cool. Um, but as far as a timeline, I do not have that for you. My question yeah. would be if the partnership with Getty Images is a two-way street. Is it simply that Getty is using Candy as a vehicle for promoting Getty? based products or will getty also become an asset that candy can use because their library spans such enormous content does getty become an asset that candy can also tap for other non-getty products or is that I mean, too I think much the, into the weeds i mean i think that's an idea that probably is formed around any partnership that we create it's beneficial to both sides and creates avenues and exploring um what we can out of each other and uh i'm sure those conversations have been had although i'm not 100 percent sure um uh, the juice of it is but i mean I, I could see that as an avenue being explored 
cool. So we will uh, we will be patient on this one and and see what comes from that. Uh, but following the announcement of the Getty Images partnership was around the time also in May that we saw a new style of baseball NFT. And this is something that David and I have talked a lot about on Talking Candy in terms of our excitement about what this means to the connection to your common fan. And there are a lot of people that are fans of baseball that are not yet connected to this NFT space and that are not yet aware of digital collectibles. And so Candy has, and I kind of just lumped these together here, we've got season tickets for eight different teams that are basically giving a free season ticket NFT of the season ticket that that person owns for the actual baseball team. So that's one side of it. On the other side of it, we've got commemorative tickets that seem to be getting pumped out at a really high rate, an exciting rate. I thought that these were going to be uh, more few and far between, but they seem to be happening a lot. We seem to see a couple of these a week at least, and they've been anything from uh, commemorating milestones like Miguel Cabrera's 3000th hit. We've seen uh, statues get put up that are being commemorated. We've seen just individual players getting uh, celebrated. We saw Corbin Burns, his 2021 Cy Young get celebrated. So these were all nights that happened in the ballpark that were particularly relevant. And those teams launched these, again, free NFTs that were just a code was sent to the the fans that were at that game that night that happened to check in digitally through the ballpark app. So to me, this is one of the most exciting things for Candy in terms of growing the user base because it's a free NFT. It's people that are already going to baseball games. It's bridging that gap of, hey, we exist over here. This is something cool. So is that kind of the vibe at, at Candy as a company that looking to integrate people in a, it's a different form of marketing. Let's let's give them a little taste and, and see what they do with it. Is that kind of the, the objective there? Yeah, and it's usually beneficial. It drives people to the ballpark. Uh, it gets their existing collectors in. When they hear that they're getting something free that actually has monetary value attached, um, I think that also, that, that, that always helps. And I think one unique aspect of it is that it's personalized with their seat numbers or sections, which is a really nice touch in itself. Um, but, you know, just a keepsake piece of memorabilia, like you were getting a, a bobblehead or um, maybe a, a merch for attending. It's, it's an exclusive that you can only get by going to that game. And as uh, I mean, I, I personally am all for it. Like I'll try to line up to be the first of however X amount of fans get in are able to get a piece of memorabilia, but I like that it's extended towards anyone um, who simply scans their uh, just ticket at the ballpark and gets something and activates them onto the candy platform uh, to really enjoy what we have because I think we have a lot of really cool stuff and uh, we want to constantly drive in-game activations and, again, just get people to the ballpark. I think it's just an extremely cool way, um, you know, to commemorate these games and these tickets, you know, just like you people used to do with physical ticket stubs mm -hmm. and this just replaces that and gives you even more in my opinion when you take into account all the graphics that come with it for season tickets uh which went live very recently se season tickets um come with a free play of the day utility now so if your team if you have a season ticket from your team and your team is in the play of the day you will get an email with a link to redeem that for free now 
which is kind of just an awesome way to reward, you know, MLB's most loyal fans, right? The season ticket holders. Yeah, that's a great point. I, you know, the the actual seat being on there is awesome. The play of the day utility is awesome, and I don't know what the what went up the chain, but I know that the two of you and Muntner do a great job of relaying all the feedback that that Discord gives and the different um, segments of the community. Uh, there's a lot of passion in different areas, and one of the things that we heard for a long time was coming up with a way to find uh, find a way to give free play of the days to people that are part of that team on a more legitimate level. And Candy found a way to do that with this. And I think that that's really cool. So again, these are very real world. Uh, you know, it, this is, it's so close to the game itself. It's so close to the, the fan experience that already exists. And I just think that it's a no brainer. So hugely excited about these. David and I have talked about them a bunch. And I think that seeing more and more of this is going to be really good. Also love that it, shows the the uh the five games on there kind of in real time it's, it's pretty uh pretty well done so uh and then we've got we've got just two two things left here and one of them is a a slight little you know shift into a different space which is uh stranger things so stranger things most people know because it is i think the most watched uh show on netflix of all time the following is enormous their social following is enormous and I personally have not started watching it. I intend to. I know that David watches it. Um, you know, he's seen every episode, and I know a lot of people. You know, my brothers watch it. My family watches it. So, again, same sentiment as a lot of this other product is that it's an opportunity to bring in a huge, passionate fan base. And the way that this was was implemented was through some, you know, some cool puzzles that gave people an opportunity to again get these NFTs for for free. So David has done an incredible job of putting together some videos to help people out with those with those puzzles along the way. Got people a lot of these NFTs. I'll just pull up, you know, I wouldn't have gotten these without David. I can say that for sure. But it was a series of posters that got rolled out. And again, very uh, on brand with, with what Candy puts out and with what these NFTs look like. It's, you know, this, this rotating piece that could be a poster, could be a card, but again, it's got its own flavor to be Stranger Things. So, uh, what what's it been like, kind of going into this very different angle, not sports at all, completely entertainment? I guess WWE is kind of halfway between, but this is a really different partnership here. And uh, you know, what's what's the what's the sentiment within Candy about leveraging this new new avenue as well? Everyone is thrilled internally at Candy um, with. Stranger Things partnership and, and broader Netflix uh, in general, but Stranger Things in particular is has been just an awesome uplift. Um, you know, a real a real introduction to a different a different fan, I guess you would say. And you know, it's a very different product than than what we've had in the past. A very different IP than what we've had in the past. And Strange, I'm a fan of the show as well. I, I'm a huge fan. This past season was my favorite season to date. Um, I, I can't wait for the next one. <laughs> so I, it's it's been just an absolute blast uh, to to take this ride with them. Uh, you know, it started way back when in the initial trailer for this new season when there were some clues embedded in that in that initial trailer. Um, so that was just it was so cool to come to to watch come to life. I mean, you hear about it beforehand and you just you never know what it's going to look like until it happens, and then it's just it's it's great when you watch it come to life. Hmm. 
I'd say there, there's a rush of energy for everyone involved. Um, I mean, I personally love TV, film. I mean, I'm obsessed. And I'm a huge Stranger Things fan to the point where I had to actually not take the time to, to not be in those channels to make sure I binge it appropriately and um, became spoiler-proof. So, I, I mean, it's been absolutely incredible. Uh, you see an entirely new fan base connecting to the NFT sphere uh, that may have never held one um, and ones that have just been having fun playing games, interacting with each other, having community uh, to bond over and complete puzzles and engage in and, you know, creating the space for, for them to have a blast and have a, um, a place to spend spend their evenings, spend their days uh, just hanging out. And, you know, it was reminiscent. It just it gave me a lot of nostalgic feels of how we used to spend times on forums um, growing up. And, you know, it's the same thing we do uh, at Candy for all our jobs. But, uh, you know, just gave me, just took me back in time a bit. And um, I would say it's a younger fan base that tapped in. Uh, but I think in turn, uh, we've seen some sentiments shifted towards NFTs in general because of it, um, just easing them in and also just giving them something genuinely fun to do. Uh, and we're constantly seeing a stream of content being pushed out. Uh, which is absolutely incredible. All light bright art, all the walkthroughs, all the TikTok, the social media content being made. It's absolutely incredible. Um, and it's, it's constantly motivating our team to do more and more and more. And um, I mean, it, it's gotten talking candy to, to make content over as well, which is absolutely incredible. And I'm sure it was super clutch for people trying to figure out what the hell's going on in these puzzles. So, um, yeah, yeah, Nate, I'm sure you're not the only one that feels like they, they, they wouldn't have gotten them without David. I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> I definitely would not have. And, uh, you know, those videos were all David. So those were super helpful. And not not all of those puzzles were very easy. A couple of them were on the simple side, but some of them were, were quite complicated. And I know that, David, uh, you you uh, definitely became a, a central part of, of that niche community within Candy as you've been with, with the rest of it along the way. I will say it was also, oh, sorry, get it, David. Oh, it's just because it, it was a lot of fun making those videos, but just the partnership as a whole, it, it just really kind of strengthens my resolve in, in Candy as a whole, because it just, it's very indicative of what they've been doing the whole time. You know, a partnership with Major League Baseball, with Getty Images, with Race Team Alliance, with Netflix, you know, not just Stranger Things, but Netflix. You know, which could hopefully go in other directions as well. It's just they're not just, you know, in a corner doing something by themselves. Candy is forging these partnerships with respected and legitimate and global brands. And that's how you know that they're building something meant to last. You know, they're putting these bricks in place. And it's not just one thing, they're not putting all of their effort into baseball even though sometimes we wish they would you know but they're they're expanding and they're they're building something and, and you know when something takes us by surprise you know when they went this pure entertainment product that that's a good thing you know that means that their vision for themselves and their future is more than even we were expecting at when we first got in agreed Matt, did you want to add one more thing to that? Or are you good? 
that's an amazing point. I, I was just going to add a, a, a fun little tidbit just on our side that it's yeah. kind of fun because we can't help people with the puzzles. Mm -hmm. So like we can't really assist 90% of the time when you guys are like asking, when you guys were asking questions during those things, it was just, it was just a fun time for us too. Cause we we're like, eh, I can't really help. Yeah. <laughs> not, not allowed to. Yeah. yeah. As much as I'd love to help, but yeah, yeah it's funny. Makes Basically sense. just uh master class and trying to test our gift game and seeing how uh, yeah. Mimi we could be, we just avoid as many answers as possible. Just so. deflect, deflect, deflect. <laughs> yeah. 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 How many office gifts can you go through? Yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah so hope uh looking forward to seeing more of this we've got a upcoming drop actually in two days by the time this video gets released it'll be probably tomorrow so uh but yeah july 14th will be the the first uh drop within the stranger things collection that you can purchase so keep an eye out for that already tweeted something out about that so follow talking candy nft if you want some more information on that i'm sure there will be more videos uh specific about that um, and so more to come there. And uh, that brings us home to the, the final piece here, which is uh, Titans. And we don't officially have them yet, but they are hopefully within the next week. The, the teased date was July 18th. We haven't gotten definite confirmation on that yet. I won't ask you unless you want to give it, but uh, we are all looking forward to this. This is something that has been in the making for a little while now. And it has given something, it has it has given the user base something to to spend their time on candy a little bit more and and be an active participant with their collection. Uh, you know, in addition to that, we've seen some some cool new data visualization get added to the collection, which I is certainly helping and is useful down the wire here as we approach this. But yeah, this is something that we are all looking forward to. The the red color looks really cool and a lot of us are stacking players. So for those of you that, that don't know, this is going to be a ability to stack half a pile or 40, 51 points worth of, of the player that you want to burn, and then another 49 points of any combination of random players. Uh, you'll have to reference some of our, our other videos. I'll link something, uh, but it's, it's a challenge here. It's a burning challenge. You gotta stack what you want to get something even cooler of that player. And it's the first significant piece of gamification that, that we've seen Candy launch. And so I just, you know, did you have something you wanted to add to that, David? Oh, no, no? I'm okay. good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's, this has got to be something that's really exciting on the Candy team side of it. I'm sure that there is some very close to released information that, that you guys are excited for us all to see. But just in terms of, uh, on a surface level, and you can you can comment whatever you want, but just on the surface level of of implementing gamification, you know what was the what was the thought process there, and you know what is that what is that vision for candy as a whole with with making these cards do more than than just be collectibles? Yeah, I mean that's kind of baked into our team's mind is have these digital assets but what else can we do with them and they're always trying to compound and expand on um taking that existing asset and doing something with it. and that's what you're seeing with titan rarity burning challenges it's creating something new from something that you have in your existing collection um so thought you were just collecting uh get off these icons but little do you know that 
you can get an entirely new rarity by uh, burning a bunch of players in your collection and getting something slick that I personally believe has uh, strong Stranger Things vibes. There, this is not a clue, by the way, for some future puzzle. Um, but yeah, just, just going back, tracing back a bit and talking about future utility and future gamification. Uh, we have dedicated departments that are constantly thinking about the strategizing, taking community feedback. Um, and uh, I mean, it is collective next level uh, unit that I believe is going to do a lot of really, really cool things for the future. And this just kind of being a start. So um absolutely excited for this i think you've seen muntner dropping tidbits about how excited he was about him testing the process and how smoothly everything was going so uh july 18th is the launch date uh we got triple confirmation on that nice um so if for some reason that doesn't happen well no well i don't know what to say but yeah the, there we'll was very very strong uh, it's it's but it's actually why Munner couldn't be here. He's working on Titan. He, yeah. He's not allowed out until it's finished. Yeah. <laughs> In the Titan room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whole uh, metaphorical room. But yeah, he's he's hard at work, and so is the rest of the team on this. And it's it's going to be amazing. And um, if you're watching this, there's a few Titan trivia challenges left. So um, go ahead and get the chance to get those uh, Fanatics gift cards by going to candy.com slash Titan challenge every day at 1 p.m. ET for the remainder of the week before we come to close. Anything you want to add to that, Matt, before we wrap this up? I'll just, long time coming. Uh, it's been thought about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hours uh, went into, you know, this Titan burn coming together. And I'm just, you know, I'm just very happy to see it unfold. And it's been a long time coming for, I know you guys are feeling it. We're feeling it. I'm just happy to, uh, I'm happy it's getting going. I'm super excited let it burn absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's uh it's been cool to to talk to some of the blue jays players and know that they are excited about titan burning it's cool to see that you know any anyone anyone that's involved here from from your most simple collection to jordan romano who's got 3700 collectibles everybody's gearing up to burn it's uh it's going to be a lot of fun and you know we've got the confirmation now july 18th next monday we're going to see this. We're going to have this roll out. It's going to be in batches. We don't exactly know what it's going to look like, but it's, uh, it's, it's sure to be a good time, and it's going to, to set the marketplace on fire, I'm sure, with those individual players each week. So cannot wait. Uh, but Usman, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time. I know that this ran, ran a little bit long. There was a lot to get through. Candy has released a lot in the last year and uh, a little something for everybody, all different price points all different genres of, of entertainment. And, uh, you know, David and I are, are very much enjoying this product, as you can tell, because we, uh, you know, we spend our time talking about it every single day. But uh, to, to anybody that has made it this far, it seems that you are just as into this as we are, uh, because we're pushing two hours here. But thank you both so much for, for taking the time to, to speak with David and I about this and uh, looking forward to, to having you guys on again sometime. It goes both ways you know thank you for having us i mean you create stellar content week in week out you're just fantastic legends of the community so big shout out to you too thanks for everything you do um and you know you collect players as well to the product and you get their insights which is just really unique exciting um you get the heavy collectors such as jeff on here uh which is just fantastic insight to, to grasp and 
Um, again, just want to say, near in shout out to uh, one of the backbones of the community and you two, um, and just want to constantly commend you too. So thanks for having us on. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the community tuning in. Thanks for being here for the journey uh, and look forward to creating many more memories in the future. Yeah, I'll keep it. Sh I'll keep it real short, but I, I appreciate you two so much. I think you guys make uh, fantastic content and everything you do around the community is so appreciated. And I know, uh, you know, the whole team feels that not just us, but um, even beyond that, um, you guys, it's, 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 it's great. It's just great to have you. So we appreciate you very much. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words, David. I don't know if you wanted to, to throw anything in there. I mean, this is something that we would be doing regardless, but knowing that we have so many people on the candy staff in the candy community at, at all these different levels who, who watch us and, and value our opinions and, and our analysis, uh, you know, it's something we would do anyways, but it, it really keeps us going and keeps us energized and, you know, keeps us in, involved uh, on the pulse of candy so we can keep providing that same level of content that people have come to expect. 100%. That's appreciated. Well, we appreciate you guys for coming on. Appreciate everybody that made it this far. Uh, this has been the, the one-year review. I'm sure we'll do a two-year review this time next year, and uh, maybe we'll get it a little bit shorter next year. But uh, hopefully this was useful. Appreciate everybody being here. This is Talking Candy, and we will see you in the next one.